Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome to Woman Who Chat. I'm here today with Dr. Sue Palmer-Conn of The Divorce Doctor. Hello, Sue. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Yes, thank you. And you? Fantastic. Yes. I'm delighted to have you here today for a chat. It would be absolutely fantastic. I've read your story that you've submitted for the next edition of Iowa Woman Who, which will come out in 2022. And you're a recent winner of the Woman Who Achieves um, Inspiring Journey Award. Tell us a little bit about what you do now, Sue, and then we'll, we'll go back and have a look at your journey. Okay, okay. So I work in two ways. I first of all work as the divorce doctor, working with mainly but not exclusively women over 50 at all stages of the divorce, whether they're at the should I make up or break up stage right the way through to divorce recovery and I work with them on a a fresh start program and then the other thing I do is I've recently opened the divorce coaching academy to train the next generation of divorce coaches. Now if you don't mind me saying so people listening here will think you know divorce is a very I've been through divorce myself sometimes you can find yourself in the pit of despair and you know you've you've been through divorce at midlife and that actually you turned that into a positive rather than a negative what what made you go that direction what made you take that 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 route I've always been a a high achiever and I wasn't going to let anything beat me you know divorce is just one of life's hiccups and I looked at it as an opportunity to build a new life for myself one that I could inspire myself, my children, my grandchildren and other people. And that's how it's turned out. You know, I I only worked very part time when the children, before I got divorced, had a a long spell at home. And then I knew I'd got to rely on myself. And it's I mean, you you just got your PhD, you know, ex-husband. Um, or husband number one, as we're going to call him, <laughs> because there is a number two on the horizon. Do you think it was because you were becoming such a high achiever that you felt you maybe you outgrew your husband and maybe he felt that? I don't know. Uh, quite possibly, although he got his own PhD just as we were getting divorced and I read all his chapters and helped him with his stats and everything, even though we were going through divorce at the time. And he, he did put a really nice testimonial in his, you know, dedication in his PhD for me. Yeah. So, I'm just, you know, I, I, that's just how I am. I will always try and help somebody else. And that's a lovely, lovely attitude to have. I'm going to take you right back now to, to your childhood. You were an achiever even then, you know, taller than most children. You were spotted for swimming and you excelled at that and you, and you won awards and that for your swimming I'm not saying you've had an easy life, uh, far from it, but, you know, you have you had challenges right the way through from when you were younger? Yes, I have. Being the eldest of four with three brothers, you know, I was expected to take on the, the maternal role. And that really came into fruition when I was 11 and my youngest brother was born. I'd literally just done my, my 11 plus two weeks before. 
and mum had him at home she was nearly 40 and she'd had a, a tough time with the third third one so I really don't know why she had a home delivery but that's how it was in those days and when he was a couple of days old she started hemorrhaging and they took her into hospital left the baby at home as they did in those days and while she was there she developed pneumonia so she was away from us for about six months and because I didn't need to go to school in inverted commas I stayed at home I did have a home tutor and looked after this tiny baby 14 month old toddler and 10 year old brother my granddad was the responsible adult because he'd just retired and my auntie lived just down the road and she used to come in and do the evening meal but I had to do everything else yeah and that's a lot to be thrown on a young child and you know you said at that time as well because you were you know you were five foot ten as a ten year old so I imagine you were you were five foot ten as an eleven year old as well <laughs> and you felt you were incredibly bullied and you said you lost your confidence at that stage how does somebody who loses their confidence like that get it back again I think because I was picked up you know picked out as being a potential swimmer I think if you excel in one area it then rubs off in another area. From that point onwards, I really started to, all my best friends were boys. I didn't really have a, a best friend girl. And I think that gave me the confidence because I, was, I wasn't competing. Mm. You know, so I think you know, having the, the lads around me gave me a status, which I wouldn't have had anyway. But to me, they were just the lads. They were just somebody to compete compete with, train with. Yeah. Um, so let's fast forward a little bit. And, you know, you recently divorced um, and you obviously have over time built up this business. Most women in, and I'm not going to say your age at all, but most women, as they get older, they plan for retirement and, and start to wind down a little bit. You've done completely the opposite, haven't you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. I, I finally retired far longer. I worked far longer than statutory retirement age. And I finally retired at the end of March this year. And since then, I opened the Divorce Coaching Academy, which has been has meant I've worked harder than I ever did when I was working full time. And you were a teacher and a lecturer for when you worked, weren't you? You were to yes, I, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know that is a hard job. So to be working even harder with your own business, I can imagine you're putting a lot of hours in. <laughs> well, I think if you, if you're going to run a business, it's a twenty four seven occupation. Unfortunately, my new husband. I say new husband, we've been, been married 17 years in a couple of weeks' time. Um, he is so supportive. You know, if I sort of moot anything, he says, go on, of course you can do it. You can do anything you want. And that sounds fantastic. And you did, um, you know, find uh, love again. You you met and married your, your num number two husband. And I've met him and it is lovely. And I've got that support around you. You've got this new business and you quite a new business and you entered yourself for the woman who achieves awards now what what inspired you to actually enter yourself and put yourself forward 
I was told I ought to by so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, founding the the divorce divorce doctor in the first place, and in the six years I've been doing it, I've helped over a thousand men, women, and couples. Mm. And people are saying, you know, you're an inspiration. You really ought to put yourself forward for an award. Because I wouldn't, I I never push myself forward if I if I can help it. I'd much rather, you know, let other people take the accolades. So you put yourself in for an award and those listening, sometimes the judges pick out various people that have entered for special awards. And you were one of those people that was pulled out of the, the main award stream and put in for a special award as a finalist. And that was for Inspiring Journey. And actually reading your story, which... You know, I'm not going to do any spoilers here because it will be published next year. But reading your story is definitely an inspiring journey. You know, just reading it, you feel as if, well, if she can do it, I can do it. And is that how you wanted it to be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I, you know, it's the same as getting a PhD. I worked hard. I'm not exceptionally bright or anything like that. But if I set my mind to do something, I'll do it. And mm. I think, it, you know, any, everybody can do anything that they want to as long as they put the effort into it. So we've recently had the awards and your name was called out. How did that feel that moment when your, your name was announced? Um, well, if you'd seen my face, <laughs> I, I was just in complete shock and tears welled up in my eyes. You know, it meant such a lot. Yeah, and it's nice to have that moment on stage, isn't it, when you you win an award. So uh, have you won awards previously? I have for teaching Mm -hmm. and obviously I have for sports and stuff, but I've I've never entered for anything for business. Yeah, What would your advice be to um, somebody that started a business recently or, or established business that's sitting there thinking, oh, I don't know whether I should enter an awards? What would your advice be to them? You've got to be in it to win it. You know, if you don't if you don't put yourself forward, nobody else is going to do it for you. So do it. Absolutely. And I always ask ladies this, you know, what um, if I if you could give one piece of advice to a woman who's maybe thinking about starting a business or maybe a lady in later life who's thinking of starting a business, what would that one piece of advice be? Um, Follow your heart. If it's something that you really want to do, do it. That, that's a great piece of advice. I would, you know, say to any woman who's thinking of starting a business, just just, just do it, just go for it. Otherwise, you'll always have that bit of regret, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, you don't want it written on your gravestone, if only. Exactly. I, you know, I wonder. I love that. I love that. So what does the future hold for you? Well, we've almost come to the end of the, the beta course. And we're getting fantastic feedback from the students. And we've got a, an open day for the, or an open evening for the um, next cohort of students in about five days' time. I have to think what date it was. And uh, then we're almost full already. So, and we haven't even advertised it yet. It's all come through word of mouth. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I, I think what amazes me is that we're attracting solicitors, mediators, counsellors, and for the next cohort, we've got a, a financial planner coming on the course. 
So it's people that are already involved in a professional way who have not, never had the, the training to cope with the emotional side. And it, it can be very stressful for the professionals if they don't know how to handle the emotional side of divorce. Well, it sounds as if you, not only have you had an inspiring journey to date, but it sounds as if you're going to have an inspiring journey going forward. It's been fantastic speaking to you today. I've been here talking to Dr. Sue Palmer-Conn of The Divorce Doctor. It's been great chatting to you, Sue. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.